Alright guys, and welcome to Don't Trade on America. I'm your host, Don Q. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Great supplement company. Workout gear, whatever you need, they have it. Hit the gym, get healthy. Great protein powders, great protein bars. Um, I've told you before, I'll tell you again, Total War, great pre-workout. Um, hit them up, redcon1.com. Use promo code T20Cordimus. Uh, use the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you're listening to this on. Guys, this weekend, starting today, Friday, they have an awesome sale, 40% off, and you get a bunch of free shit. Um, go check them out. Use the link, and uh, tell them Don Q sent you. All right, guys. I'm going to try and get a quick show in here today. Sorry about uh, Wednesday. I had a crap ton of uh, doctor's appointments between Tuesday and Wednesday. When I got home Wednesday, I was tired. And uh, I needed to go to bed, so sorry. I mean, realistically, I'll be honest with you guys. Doing this show, um, even trying to do it three times a week, um, it gets very, very hard sometimes and I'll be honest with you because um I'm trying to get away from talking about the same old shit that everybody's talking about and what I mean by that is Russia, Ukraine, uh, COVID's kind of sneaking back in there and Fauci's around. Is he retiring? Is he not retiring? He really needs to go to jail, but whatever. Um and it gets very difficult cuz I'm trying to do a show um don't tread on America. I mean, technically today we should have, it should have been our uh, DTOM file show. We do that every other Friday. Chris and I had some shit go on at work today. We ran a little bit later and we wanted to run and uh, just made it a little difficult to get that show in. But uh, hopefully next Friday we'll we'll hit it and get, get rolling back on that again. But nonetheless, um... What I'm trying to say is, you know, the show basis is don't tread on America, right? And what we're pissed about is any anything that goes against our Constitution and against us as Americans. Uh, whatever amendment, pick, pick one, right? Um, I mean, ideally, we focus on the first and the second, but they're all equally as important. And without the second, none of them are going to exist. Um, so obviously you can turn on the news, you can listen to pretty much any podcast you listen to. I would assume the people that are listening to this, listen to like-minded, um, podcast and watch like-minded news, which, you know, is fine, whatever. But I guarantee you, if you watch any news, whatever it is, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whoever it is. And you watch um, or you listen to other podcasts. And if you listen to like-minded podcasts or if you listen to not like-minded, just trying to get a broad spectrum of whatever to listen to, that's fine. But guarantee you, everybody's talking about the same shit. And I've talked to you guys for the last week, couple of weeks actually. And I'll hit on these things. I'm trying to figure out why Putin's doing what he's doing. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I'm running out of, uh, 
things to try and find other than he's just being a dick. <laughs> I did stumble upon some other stuff today. I'm going to do some more research on it. It may be, uh, maybe we'll hit on it on Sunday. I already kind of have Sunday's show planned out, so mm, I kind of want to talk about it. I don't really want to talk about it now because I don't really have all the information and um, I don't want to sound like a fool any more so than I already do. <laughs> but I like to uh, I like to dig into it a little bit more. It was obviously, the sad thing is it was something that was supposed to take place today. And uh, so I, I fear that I'm going to miss the boat on it, but I literally just stumbled upon it today. Um. So I'll, I'll say this about that. If we don't hear anything about it on the news um, or on other mainstream podcasts, then I'll definitely talk about it next week. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But anyway, today what I want to talk about is our favorite president. That's right, Joe Biden, right? He's <laughs> oh, oh, I just heard all the downloads go away. <laughs> no. So uh, just going to hit on a few things. Biden warns of a global food shortage. Hmm. And uh, have you heard of Project Sandman? And thirdly, President Trump files a lawsuit. Okay, so first story I have here. Uh, Biden, yesterday, he, uh, he warns of a food shortage. And uh, the interesting thing is, <laughs> this was yesterday, so he you know warns of a food shortage, right? But then I'm going to play a clip. So this clip is going to have Biden yesterday talking about the food shortage, and then Biden two years ago. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re re talk about food shortages, and uh, and it's going to be real. We don't have a food shortage problem. We have a leadership problem. We have plenty of food. So there you go. So. It's just a uh, case in point of how these politicians, I, I don't even want to just say Biden. I don't even want to just say Democrats. They all do it. They talk out of both sides of their mouths. And for life, man, I think they honestly forget what the fuck they talk about. But anyway, so President Biden on Thursday warned of a global food shortages as a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, predicting that the war would upend global wheat supplies. Obviously, he's a fan of the show because I think I think, I, I could be wrong, but I think, I talked about that like two weeks ago. I think I did. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was a situation where we talked about uh, Ukraine and uh, Russia supplied roughly 30% of Europe's, um, of the world's wheat, but mostly that wheat was in Europe, I think. Yeah, I do believe we talked about that. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Russian and Ukraine jointly supply about a fourth of the world's wheat exports, according to what I found. That's not accurate. It's actually a third, nonetheless. Um, with regards to food shortages, yes, we did talk about food shortages and. Then I, it's going to be real, is what I just played the clip, you know. After attending meetings in NATO and G7 leaders. So he goes on to say, The price of sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. 
Both Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example. Just to give one example, it's, it's him rambling. I, I, it's even funnier. To, it's bad enough listening to him talk, but it's funnier when you read the transcripts of him talking. But um, the interesting thing is about that is the price of sanctions is not just imposed on Russia. So the whole the whole thing was he comes out and says, what was it, February, whatever, we're going to impose sanctions to deter Russia, blah, blah, blah. Now he's coming out saying, no, it wasn't to deter Russia. What the fuck are the sanctions for? Okay, so you put the sanctions on Russia. Our gas prices jumped, what, a buck, buck and a half, right, over the you know past month. Um, now there's going to be a wheat shortage. Now, you're, depending on what you read and what you listen to, most people will tell you the wheat shortages are due to the war, obviously, and they're destroying the fields and da da da. Okay, I'm sure that's true for for some part. Um, there's no war in Russia, you know. <laughs> the the one thing that I I don't understand here is, um, Russia and the Ukraine are you know wheat exporters, breadbasket, blah blah blah. Well, there's nothing going on in Russia, right? It's just in Ukraine. So Ukraine itself doesn't supply a fourth or a third or whatever the percentage is of the world's wheat. So is it, is it, in my opinion, I think it's just one more excuse. So when, as you continue to see the grocery stores, not full, they're not empty, but they're not full. And granted, you'll see situations in some parts of the country where they are even more so empty. But I, I think it's just another thing for him to blame Russia on. Gas prices are up. Putin, no food. Putin, no this. Putin, you know, it's always, it's almost like he he poked and prodded them into war with each other just so he'd have an excuse for all the bullshit that he's been doing for the last year. Just the thought. But the interesting thing is, so, you know, he sits there and says how, um, you know, this was back in February about doing the sanctions on Russia. And then he says this yesterday also in Belgium. Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. The purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. The president believes that sanctions are intended to deter. They're meant to prevent and deter a large-scale invasion. We want them to have a deterrent effect. The sanctions are designed in the first instance to try to deter Russia from taking further aggression. As well as our efforts to uh, both try to deter Russia uh, through sanctions. If you pull the trigger on that deterrent, well, then it doesn't exist anymore as a deterrent. Really? Hmm, interesting. So they weren't to deter, but, the, but they are to deter. So they're not going to deter. See, I think, obviously, I shouldn't say I think, it's obvious that... In February, January, whenever a lot of those different politicians were saying the words they were saying, including Biden himself, where they were saying these were to deter Russia from whatever. Now that it has not deterred Russia, it's they were never to deter. So what's the point of the of the uh, sanctions? You might as well lift them. I said this whenever they were first talking about it. He doesn't give Biden, not Biden, but Putin gives two shits about sanctions. You can't threaten these countries with sanctions because all they do is turn to other countries. There's a situation going on 
that obviously no one's talking about. And, and that goes into my next part of this show. Before I get to that, I want to touch on one other thing about the wheat situation. I also talked about how there was going to be a great um, fertilizer shortage because of a certain chemical that is, that is highly produced in this region of the, of the world. And that's the urea, U-R-E-A, urea. And um, a lot of people focused, or, you know, when I was reading about this urea, it was about, oh, well, it's a, it's a chemical made, you know, for a fertilizer. Okay, that's true. The thing is, is in America, a lot of our fertilizer doesn't use urea. We, we're more of a phosphorus type um, fertilizer. I'm not saying no fertilizer has it in it, but it's not a main component like it is in other countries. But what is a main component of urea is death. I talked about this, what, three weeks ago? And oddly enough, everyone comes late to the party. Now it's a big fucking deal. I'm sorry. I know I sound pissed off and I'm like, woes me. But it's just when when you work a full time job, like most of you guys probably work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Right, we all work. We all bust our ass to 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 be able to provide for our families. Um, I do that also. Plus, I try to bring you this show three times a week, and I try to find stuff. Chris brings me a lot of information. Um, oddly enough, the next story I'm going to go into is is something that Chris had thrown at me, and I did some research on it. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> I'm not a journalist. I, like I said, I work a full-time job to work a full-time job with a part-time podcast, right? That's, that's kind of my little niche, right? So when I bring you guys stuff that I believe is interesting because it seems, seems like it could be a problem. And then a week, two weeks, three weeks later, mainstream uh, podcasters are talking about it and I'm getting nothing. (laughs) It's, It's just really just drives me crazy. And really the only thing I ask from you guys is to share these episodes give me a five-star rating whatever podcast app you're listening to this on if they have a rating system i know apple i know um spotify i don't know if uh, i don't know about google or not and i don't know if iheart does but if you're listening to this on apple or spotify please just give us a five star but most importantly and and the reason i'm asking for the five star is because that prop that brings you up into like an algorithm. So if people listen to, you know, Bongino or Poso or Glenn Beck or maybe even Tim Pool for that matter, and they listen to that and they're like, oh, you might also like this. Don't tread on America. So that's all I'm asking for. It doesn't cost you any money. You're already listening to the show. Just hit the button, you know. And then more importantly, if you're on Facebook and or Twitter and or Instagram, follow the page. Don't tread on America on on Twitter. It's DTom underscore 1775. And then share the show with your friends. If they don't listen to the show, like I said, two years ago, I was not a podcast listener. Me and Chris got a wild hair up our ass to start a podcast. I started listening to podcasts like, yeah, I think we could do that. You know, just be two dudes talking about shit. Now it's just one dude talking about shit for the most part. But um, in order for me to keep my excitement up about doing this, I need y'all's help to keep me encouraged. And and I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not asking for donations. I don't have a PayPal. I don't have a, 
uh, what's the other thing? Patreon. I don't have all that shit. I don't care about that. Like I've told you time and time again, this is a hobby. But it gets really hard. Like, okay, some people have hobbies. They have woodworking hobbies. They go to the gym. They, you know, work on cars. Well, if I went to the gym and didn't have any kind of a difference maker, if I didn't put on muscle or didn't lose weight or whatever the case may be, I'd probably stop going to the gym, right? If I was a woodworker and I didn't know how to use a saw, I'd probably stop working on wood. You kind of catch my drift. So I can talk. I could do this show seven days a week if I wanted to and talk about nothing but random bullshit. And just to get it out there and press the fucking record button and send it out to Podbeam and say sugar water. Um, The problem is, is I, I just need y'all's help in spreading the work because I do believe I'm giving you guys pretty good information. I also do believe that I know for a fact when me and Chris get together and we do our shows and we might have a few drinks and we get a little goofy, even then, the JFK, the RFK, the MK Ultra, those three um, uh, DTOM files, the, the mystery, the uh, conspiracy theory shows that we did, they're informative shows. And really, we didn't get too drunk until towards the end. So, I mean, and they're three-hour shows. So, I mean, that that obviously could probably turn some people off. I get that. But nonetheless, these shows where I'm rambling for 45 minutes, an hour, I believe I'm giving you pretty good stuff. So, I just need y'all's help in sharing. That's all I need. Just share it. Anyway, on to the next story. Project Sandman. How many of you guys out there have heard of Project Sandman? I would almost guarantee you that no one has raised their hand. And the reason I say this because I'm not saying I'm smarter than y'all, but I've never heard of it. So Chris sent me a thing yesterday, uh, I think it was yesterday, about Project Sandman. So I was like, what the hell is that? Okay. So what it is, Project Sandman describes a 100-plus nation agreement that when triggered, we'll see those nations simultaneously dump the dollar and abandon the petrodollar. The um, status has allowed the USA to enjoy 50 years of fiat currency, counterfeiting, and material abundance at the expense of everyone else. When this decision is triggered, the dollar and all dollar-denominated assets will plunge to net zero literally overnight. Now, what does that mean? I have no idea because I'm not an accountant. No. So, you've heard the term petrodollar. So, back in the 70s, um, Nixon took us off the gold standard and put us on the petrodollar. What is petrodollar? It's literally what it says. Petrodollar. So, the dollar is not backed by gold anymore. So, and it's now backed by oil. So, what that means is, back in the, prior to the 70s, you would literally have, maybe some of you guys had them or have them. Uh, they used to have $2 bills. They were called silver certificates. And they were literally worth gold, uh, not gold, silver. Um, our, our money was backed by gold. And there are some countries that are still like that. I mean, granted, they're just smaller countries. But um, they our money is not backed by gold. That's why a dollar is a dollar and gold might be $2,000, whatever the price of gold is right now. Um, but that's also why you go to a lot of other countries and you can use American money in these countries because 
some a lot of places our money's worth more. I mean, even in Canada, I don't know what the exchange rate is currently, but last time I was there, I think it was like a a dollar American money got you a dollar twenty five in um, Canada, and um, it literally falls into a sense of situation like when I was a kid. We went to Canada. I mean, when I was, I don't know, 8, 9, 10, however old I was. And back then, you had to um, exchange your money. You know, granted, they had credit cards, but you didn't have the usage wasn't what it is nowadays. And what I mean by usage is a lot of everybody has credit cards, but pretty much everybody has a debit card. And that's what I mean by the usage. So when we went to Canada a couple years ago, we went to uh, Niagara Falls, the... um, I was curious about that. Okay, well, how in the hell are we going to like go out to dinner and do this and do that and whatever? Um, well, shit, I, just, I was just using my debit card. So it was like, it was funny you go out to dinner, right? And let's say Canada, you're eating at a can- Canadian restaurant, whatever it was. And let's say it was a $50 dinner, right? So here's my debit card. You know, they use it. You leave a tip, whatever. And then I look at my you know, uh, my bank statement, my bank of America on the app or whatever. And I was like, man, it was only 40 something dollars. I thought it was 60 or whatever, you know, well, the exchange rate, it automatically fixes it, which was kind of cool, but it was, it's just weird how, how it works. But anyway, petrodollar. So, um, uh, this means all dollar denominated bank accounts, bonds, pension funds, treasuries, and other investment vehicles will essentially be worth zero for a simple reason that all banks and markets will freeze operations. So, um, before I read on here, um, so what this is saying is these 100-plus nations. Now, I don't have a list of all 100 nations. Now, we know Russia, China, I think India, Pakistan, um, Iran, Iraq. I mean, some of you be like, well, who cares about Iran and China? And who cares about those motherfuckers? Cool. Who cares about them? I got you. I, I'm 100% on board. Who gives a fuck about these countries? The problem is, is we trade with so many of these countries goods and buy so many of these places goods. China. I mean, look in your closet. Guarantee you fucking half your clothes in there or shoes or whatever are made in China. Or, you know, you might even have stuff made in Pakistan or India or Indonesia. These countries, there's there's becoming a global hatred of this country. And it's because of shit like this that we're doing. Where we feel like we have to be involved in everything. Like we're just a big boy on the block. And, um, you know, when you have Zelensky coming out saying, talking about the Great Reset and the NWO and all this shit. And saying that, you know, Biden needs to be the leader of the world <laughs> the fuck he does he can't lead him himself let alone this country he needs to be the leader of the world no i'm sorry point being is these countries are basically ganging up against us so we're, we're the big boy on the block pushing our weight around and now there's a hundred plus people saying fuck that shit we're tired of you bullying the world and these are some powerful countries i mean granted we all want to say usa we're the greatest we're number one no one can beat us and i'm all about that but if we're only of one and (laughs) you have a hundred plus nations in this situation i mean i don't know the exact number i know there's more than a hundred countries in this world 
but it's not a lot more than 100. <laughs> I want to say it might be around 140. Um, so if it's 100 plus, that means we're, we're what, it's USA and maybe, what, 20, 30 other countries? And then who are those countries? Who has our back? I mean, we're powerful by ourselves, true. But if you look at the military might of China, Russia, and 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 the the population of these countries, India is, I think, almost as, if not more so, populated than China. I mean, you got Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia on this list. You've got players on this list, and they're tired of of the USA, which, you know what, I'm actually not upset with, what I'm upset with is the fact that in the last 50 years, what Nixon did, mind you, Nixon was a Republican, so don't, don't get this twisted that this show is all, we're pro-Republican and fuck Democrats, yeah, for the most part we are, but if there's a Democrat or a Republican that did some bullshit, we're going to call them out too, and Nixon was probably one of the worst in the situation where he took us off the gold standard. He put us on the petrodollar. Also, opened the door to China for trade. You, those things were worked in tandem. It was all part of the, the great situation, the NWO situation. And I'm not going to make this an NWO show. That'll be a show for another day. But my point is, is when, when they did this, it took the American, made in America, the, the standard... You know, not to make a movie reference, and Chris makes fun of me because this is probably one of my favorite movies, but think about Back to the Future. When he goes back to back in time, right, and he runs into, he goes to the Doc's house, and he's, you know, blah, 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 got struck, you know, uh, not struck by lightning, but, you know, he ended up back in 19, what was it, 1955 or whatever. And uh, when they're breaking things down and trying to fix whatever, the doc's like, well, no wonder this was made in Japan, you know. And it's like, all the best stuff's made in Japan, doc. What are you talking about? And what the hell? But back in the 50s, you know, pre-1970, the majority of everything that was sold, bought and sold in this country was made in this country. Okay? It wasn't until Nixon opened up the doors to, to Asia that all this stuff happened. And then you had companies in this country of varying kinds move production to these countries because the wages were easier. You know, that we sit here and say all the time, the 1% must pay their fair share, blah, blah, blah. They're, they've all set their shit overseas, dude, because they're making their money over there. Like I've told you before, you could buy a $1,000 iPhone, right? It could be made in America for a hundred bucks, right? And Apple could profit nine hundred dollars. I'm just throwing numbers out, but over yonder there in China, it might be made for like ten dollars. So as a businessman, you don't necessarily care that it's made in America or made in China. What you care about is what that profit is in your pocket. And until we can stop that. We're never going to stop the other. So any funds you have in the stock market, so any money you have, if you work for a company that you buy stock in or you use your 401k or those types of things will be stuck 
in those markets, and the entire infrastructure of banking and finance will suffer a catastrophic uh, liquidity crisis that will freeze nearly all financial transactions. So what that means is if you own 100 shares in whatever, you'll still own 100 shares, but they're going to be worth dog piss. Credit cards will also stop functioning. Food stamp system will go down and stay down. ATMs will not function. Wire transfers will be halted. Checks won't be honored at banks. Will appear to be offline when accessed through the internet, displaying maintenance messages to panicked users. The dollar collapse is a deliberate plan to force the starving masses into a digital dollar control grid. This scenario has been engineered for a deliberate collapse of the dollar fiat currency and an attempted forcing of everyone into a digital dollar system run by the banksters. In this midst of panic, people will be promised a universal basic income, food credits, uh, food rationing will be strictly enforced, but only if they use the approved digital wallet system run by very, for, by the very same criminals who spent the last 50 years looting the value of the dollar. Desperate people will comply and they will sell their souls and their freedom in exchange for a few more meals, even when their futures are obliterated by the mark of the beast, financial system that will forever keep them enslaved and impoverished. Here, <clears throat> when the petrodollar ends, the riots won't be far behind. The illegitimate occupying government of America is currently pumping out trillions of dollars in fiat currency as its final desperate act to loot the system before its final collapse. I mean, you don't think that billions in aid to Ukraine was actually going to Ukraine, do you? Well, and that's interesting because, what was it? They signed a bill, like last week, which was really a hidden bill for gun control, but nonetheless, no one's still not talking about that shit. $13.6 billion to Ukraine. And then dipshits coming out yesterday or day before, oh, we're going to give them a billion dollars. I thought we were giving them 13.6. Hmm. Interesting. War with Russia is just a cover story for this endangered collapse and long-planned takedown of America while the traitors at the top, Biden and so on and so forth, fill their bank accounts with stolen loot. When the petrodollar collapses and banks freeze, riots will begin almost immediately in every major U.S. city. Total chaos will reign as the desperate, oblivious, unprepared masses murder each other while attempting to find food, water, and ammunition. The collapse of the rule of law will, shocking, will be shockingly rapid, and no police or National Guard units will make it a dent in the nationwide chaos. Only the rural arrows will be safe as local citizens and law enforcement work together to protect local communities from the wave after wave of refugees and violent gangs that will spread out from the cities. Justice will be swift for looters, rapists, and child traffickers, while local churches will be overrun with wet refugees uh, who previously lived in the collapsing cities. The death wave will be accelerated within just a few days after the collapse. Millions will be risked of death from lack of basic sanitation as the streets of Democratic-run cities flow with the feces of the crapping masses. With no functioning power grid, the municipal water supply will collapse as well. Entire cities like Los Angeles will be plunged into a deadly water security scenario that's combined with such violence and lawlessness 
on the streets that even humanitarian aid organizations will not dare venture into the fray. The bottom line? Mass starvation, chaos, lawlessness, violence, disease, and depopulation. In other words, everything the globalists have uh, wanted for America all along. None of this is by accident. It's all planned. And the Bidens, the Clintons, and even the neocons like Bush have been a part of this plan since day one. This is the controlled demolition of the United States of America, just like Building 7. So, we talk about the digital um, dollar, right? So, in this situation here, let me find where I have it here. So, I told you guys, um, I don't remember. I, I've been doing so many shows, it's crazy now. I think it was a week or so ago we talked about uh, one of the things. It might have been Sunday. Hell, I don't know. Anyway, I said where um, I found an article about the Great Reset is already starting in the Ukraine. And some of the things I talked about was universal basic income um, and uh, Vax Pass. And uh, shit, I can't remember what the other thing was. But it's interesting because this also talks about those same things. Universal basic income and food credits, so food rationing will be strictly enforced, but only if they use the digital wallet. So what that means is, so the way, it depends on how you want to understand it. So one article I read was the universal basic income. So let's say you get whatever that dollar amount is, a week, a month, whatever. But you can only use it for certain items. Now this is saying food um, credits, so that would mean, okay, you have a house of two. So like my house is just me and my wife. So they would say, okay, well, you only need this amount of food for uh, two people to live for the week or the month or whatever, however it's broke down. So what that means is you, we don't buy a lot of food. It's just her and I. We both work. We don't really see We don't eat dinner every night together, and we just kind of eat, you know, eat whatever, right? So you'll... Um, what it means is you won't be able to have like cookouts and shit, right? So how often do you just be like, hey, you know what? Let's have kids over. Let's, you know, have the neighbors over, have friends over, whatever the case may be. And we'll have a cookout. We'll do hamburgers and hot dogs or, you know, whatever. You're not going to be able to do that because you're not going to be able to go to the store. You're not going to be able to run to the grocery store or wherever and get, okay, we need, uh, you know, 12 hamburgers, a pack of hot dogs and buns and chips and soda, beer, whatever. You're not going to be able to do that because you're going to exceed your credit limit on food. So there won't be any get-togethers of that kind. I mean, I guess you could say, well, uh, we're gonna have we can gather at our house, but you know, it's kind of BYOF or BYOS. Bring your own shit, <laughs> bring your own food, your own beer, your own toilet paper, whatever, because we ain't got it here. So it's a scary thought that if this is true, the Project Sandman is a true situation. It's it's an active theory of what these hundred plus um, countries are looking to do but the interesting thing about this is if if this were to take place right obviously we're all fucked in this country for the most part if but if the world runs off the American dollar, then it would also fuck 
most of the world, i.e., most of the world will succumb to this same situation. So if China is already kind of rolling into this prior to all this bullshit, i.e., the um, social credit scores, the, uh, I don't know, they do a basic income, but they, I guarantee you they do food rationing, food credits or whatever, where you can only buy certain things. Um, and you, you get approved for purchases. So like if you wanted to go buy whatever, well, if it's not a deemed worthy or necessary or whatever, they might disprove the, the transaction. So it's not necessarily just about America and them doing this to us because it really is going to affect the world. If the stock market crashes in America, it crashes in the world. Look at 1939. When that happened in this country, it affected the world. It didn't just affect America. The Great Depression wasn't just an American thing. It just happened to start here. It affected the whole world. And that's how... That's just how it is. That's why America is... We don't... See, how can I explain this? In this country, for the most part, the 330 million whatever people that live in this country, there's a large chunk of people in here that hates this country. They love living here. They love the freedoms that they have, and they love the freedom to be able to complain about this country. But it's like they hate living here. That's like, like when Trump won. You remember how many... Oh, I'm moving to Canada. Well, fucking move. They didn't move because they fucking love living here. Not that Canada is a shitty place, but it kind of is with Trudeau being there. So if this country sucks so bad, why in the fuck would you want to be here? Right? If you're in a relationship with somebody and it sucks, you get out of that relationship. So the, the freedoms that we allow these people to sit here and talk shit about the country that they were born and raised in, it's amazing. We allow people to burn the flag. We allow people to desecrate shit. We allow them to do this under the guise of their freedom to expression. But if you hate the flag, that's one thing I've never understood. If you hate the flag so much that you're going to stomp on it, you're going to burn it, you're going to wipe your ass with it, fucking leave. Try that shit in China. Hell, try that shit any, in just about any other country and see what happens to you. Try it. Please try it. I implore you to leave this country and try it. But, um, so yeah, it'll just wreck the world economy, which means we'll all be under this great new world order, this great reset. All these things fall under, I talked about in Nasera. There's too many different people talking about similar things that all you know, conclude to one big thing. This is an article I found has nothing to do with the Great Reset, NWO. This this person didn't even reference those things. But the things that they referenced are in the Agenda 2020's plan and the Agenda 2030's plan. It's in the fucking blueprint. So if this 100-plus nation agreement... Are we one of the hundred? It doesn't specify, right? Interesting. Something to think about. All right. Last. Last but not least, President Trump files a lawsuit. Before we get into that, this last portion of the show is brought to you by Maker's Mark Bourbon. 
That's right. Brand ambassador for Maker's Mark Bourbon, D. Tom. Hopefully, here pretty soon we'll have our own uh, Maker's Mark and uh, we'll toast one. So anyway, I don't know if you guys heard this. President Trump is suing Hillary Clinton. Yes. Why, you may ask, right? Former President Donald Trump on Thursday filed a $24 million federal lawsuit alleging that Hillary Clinton and the DNC launched a wide-ranging, unthinkable plot in 2016 to smear him and his campaign as colluding with Russian officials. In the suit filed in the Southern District of Florida, Trump claims the goal was to fabricate a scandal in an effort to cripple his bid for presidency. In the run-up to the 2016 presidential election, Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot, one that shocks the, <laughs> the nation in the effort to his na national uh, nation's democracy, says in a 108-page com uh, complaint. I, I don't know. I mean, acting in concert, I was going to say, I don't know if I need to read this whole article. Acting in concert, defendants maliciously conspired to weave a false narrative that the Republican opponent, Donald J. Trump, was colluding with a hostile foreign sovereignty. The 45th president alleges that the scheme uh, concocted by the Clintons, the Democratic presidential nominee, and other falsified evidence deceived law enforcement and exploited access to highly sensitive data sources. So basically, the way this boils down to is you go to the Durham report, <laughs> right? I mean, he's basically suing them based on the Durham report. The funny thing about this lawsuit is, Google it, Trump sues Hillary. That's, that's the, the, um, the heading, the title, uh, no matter who's talking about it. It's not like, okay, this was from the New York Post. CNN, MSNBC, Fox, they're all talking about it. Washington Examiner, Washington Post, New York Times, they're all talking about it. People might say, well, you know, you use the New York Post a lot. Aren't they more right-leaning? Okay, yeah, they are. But you know why I use them the most? Because they're right. No. Um, go to New York Times. Go to the Washington Times. Go to some of these other <laughs> left-leaning, free, uh, were-for-democracy publications it, they charge you. I do New York Post because it's free. So, what? Why do you? It's the internet. I can pretty much find anything on the internet, right? So you go. Oh, you might Google whatever. Oh, here's an article in New York New York uh, Times. I'm going to go ahead and read this because it's kind of left leaning and it's more, you know, it's New York Times. Oh, uh, you have two free articles remaining. Are you fucking kidding me? Same thing with Washington Times. New York Post doesn't do that. So, sugar water. Anyway, interesting thing is I actually have the, the uh, I don't know, it's not affidavit, but the, uh, the paperwork. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know what you want to call it. The complaint, the, the filing. So, United States District Court of Southern District of Florida. Donald J. Trump is the plaintiff versus... So you would suspect that this would just say Hillary Clinton and the DNC, right? No. It says Hillary Clinton and the DNC. No. Uh, DNC Corporation Perkins Coie, right? Do we know? Do you remember that name? I talked about them a while back, right? Law firm. Michael Sussman, Mark Elias, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Charles Dolan Jr., 
Jake Sullivan, John Podesta, Robert E. Mook, Philip Rains, Fusion GPS, Glenn Simpson, Peter Fritsch, Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr, Orbs Business Intelligence LTD, Christopher Steele from the Steele Dossier, Igor Danchenko, New Star Inc., Rodney Jaffe, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Kevin Kleinsmith, Andrew McCabe, and then there's some John Doe's. So basically, everyone that's listed on this sue, on the, where, where he's suing, I should say everybody, but a lot of these people are already being indicted by Durham or are about to be. You notice he's got Joffe on there. He's got Joffe's company. Still not many people talking about old Mr. Joffe. I'm just getting sick and tired of being sick and tired of uh, of being right. I'm not being. I'm not really sick and tired of being right. I think it's kind of cool that I'm finding this shit. Me and Chris are digging and we're finding stuff, and then we're actually right about it. And I was talking to him the other day, oddly enough, about similar situations, and I was like, it just really bugs me. He's like, oh man, you didn't do show. Wednesday, what happened? I was like, you know, I didn't get home from the doctor at 3.30. I tried to be in bed by 5, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm kind of getting to where he was about a year ago. And um, we just need we just need feedback from you. I don't care that you comment, you feedback. I really don't care. I mean, I'm not that guy that if I say, hey, what about this, that, and everything, I expect you guys to get on Twitter and respond. If you do, great. If you don't, that's fine. Um, if you want to follow us on either of those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, great. Cause I'll be honest with you. We get a lot of traffic on Facebook with some of the stupid ass memes and stuff we put on there. Um, so there's that, but, um, I just need y'all to help me share this to get the words out. Because obviously if you listen to one other podcast other than this, and I would assume that if you're listening to this, you'd listen to at least one other podcast of some varying amount. Just take note that when I talk about shit, and you might roll your eyes, well, here goes Don, he's being a little fucking crazy again with this conspiracy bullshit. But then a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, you're listening to whomever or watching whoever on TV and they're talking about the same shit. Be like, fuck, he was talking about this a week or two or three ago. He might actually be on to some things. And then at that point, great. You love the show. You keep listening. Thank you. But tell a friend. Tell five friends. You see what I'm saying? That's kind of where this chain goes. I'm appreciative of the people that listen to this on a constant basis. I need you guys to, you know, tell a friend. Phone a friend. <laughs> anyway, my question is this. And this is where my curiosity is. Everyone that's on this list, we know about for the most part. We've heard their names mentioned in the Russian hoax, the Russian collusion, the Russian whatever crap, right? And he's suing them for $24 million for uh, damages and, uh, you know, like uh, to cover fees and whatever, probably lawyers' fees and whatever. I think the thing is here is really we dealt with, with this Russian crap for four years. Pretty much killed his presidency um probably i mean what was the final nail would have been covid um another created disaster that obviously 
you know, <laughs> okay, everyone got the cold, cool. Um, so is this a situation to get more things out in public? If we sue these people and this goes in front of a court, um, it was stated that he's got substantial evidence and he's requesting a jury trial. So it does make it interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this goes forward. He just filed the suit yesterday. So, and uh, surely, I'm sure this is going to coincide with some sort of, uh, with part of the Mueller, or not Mueller, but the um, Durham report, and maybe even some of the Mueller stuff, because these people were involved in both. You got Sussman, who's being indicted, Danchenko, um, and then Joffe's been talked about. New Star, like remember when we t first talked about the Durham report, and it was uh, Tech Company One and Tech Executive One. Well, that was New Star and Joffe, and it was like uh, FBI person. Well, there's Comey and there's McCabe and there's Strzok and there's you know. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how things fall out, so to speak, if we're all not dead soon. Now, uh, I will say this about that. We're all going to die soon. No. Um, guys, just keep your, keep your ear to the ground. Listen to the show. Whatever you guys hear me talk about, if you think I might be full of shit, that's cool. I don't care. But maybe do some of your own research. Like, maybe look up Project Sandman. See, there's a couple videos out there. There's a couple things you can watch on it. Um... So just take the shows that, that we do, you know, and if, if we talk about five things and two of them, three of them are goofy and two of them are serious, maybe look into the two serious ones, see if we're pulling your leg. Um, now, I'm not saying that you should liquefy your 401k or sell all your stock. I'm not saying that because I could be wrong. You know, this could be wrong we've talked about some things that haven't come to fruition i mean I'm not saying it's not going to happen i mean i read these stories myself and i think okay well you know not for nothing but you know we're getting to that point in our time me and my wife where we're looking to you know stop working <laughs> um now maybe if we fall into utter chaos in a civil war that'll come sooner than than later but i i'd rather retire and be able to chill than have to fight for the death i mean it, whatever i mean i'm on borrowed time anyway as far as i'm concerned so it is what it is but um there's a part of me i'll be honest with you there's a part of me that reads these things and i see this stuff and i'm thinking do i need to i mean me and chris have had this conversation you know what, what gold silver whatever that's not gonna be worth anything if the money's not worth anything well the, and this is where we kind of disagree on things i'm like well gold's gold I mean, gold has had value for thousands of years. Why would it all of a sudden not be valuable? I don't know. I'm not saying he's wrong, but I just don't, I don't understand how all of a sudden gold won't be valuable. I mean, I understand where he's coming from. If a dollar isn't worth a dollar, then how is gold going to be worth $2,000? Well, I think it's more of a situation where a dollar isn't worth a dollar, then gold's going to be worth like a million dollars an ounce type thing but whatever so I'm not saying you should liquefy and do all this stuff but I, I'll be honest with you I'm contemplating it um, you liquefy it and buy a you know 
couple thousand dollars in gold and silver and whatever. I don't know. Do you go out and stock up on other things? I don't know. I mean, these are questions I'm asking myself. I'm just saying it on a microphone. You guys can hear them. But uh, it is interesting, something to think about. I honestly wish I could get a sponsorship for uh, one of those emergency food situations like some of the other guys have. And I could be like, well, you know, in these dire times, guys, go check out my blah, 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 food supply. You know, I'm not going to sit there and pimp them because, you know, whatever. Um, and get you, you know, X amount of months of food. I don't know. Do it, don't do it. There, you can look them up. There's plenty of different companies out there. That they're not cheap, mind you. Um, but I, I think it's a situation that I've said it time and time again. It's time to prepare yourself for the inevitable. I'm not saying go stupid. I you know, granted, just talking about buying emergency food. Buy some emergency food if you want. It's not cheap. It won't hurt you to have it. And it's good, you know, pretty much any brand you get is good for 20, 20, 25 years, depending on the brand. So you'll be fine. And if shit hits the fan, you got to haul ass. It's going to be a lot easier to haul around than, you know, cans of green beans and shit. So there's that. But on that same note, are you, <laughs> depending on where you live, I mean, I don't live in the, the country. I don't live in rural you know, whatever. I'm not in a big metropolis city, but I'm stuck between two. And uh, am I say should I leave? I mean, me and Chris have talked about this. Do we need to bug out? Do we need to find a spot to go? Where the fuck are you going to go? I mean, there's places in Florida where we're at where we could get to. Uh, realistically, I'd rather be in the mountains. But um, getting from where we're at in Florida to Georgia, Tennessee, you know, that's not a, it's not a long drive, but it's not, you know, a 10 minute drive either. But anyway, guys, that is all I have for you today. Please go to our Facebook page. Don't tread on America on Facebook and DTOM underscore 1775 on Twitter. And like I said, guys, please share this with your friends. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, if you want to uh, subscribe to the website, don't tread on America.com. That'd be great. Um, but just, uh, do these things. And, uh, like I said, guys, if you could most importantly, no matter what podcast app you're listening, I don't care if it's Apple, Google, whoever, if there's an option for you to be able to rate the show, maybe leave a comment if you want, but just rate the show. If nothing else, give us a five star. That way we can fall into an algorithm of other shows. And that's the best way to grow. Also, Share the show, guys. If you like it, share it, please. If you if you like it, you must like it because you're listening to it. So please share the show. All right, guys. Today is March 25th, 2022. And I don't think I said that at the beginning of the show, but whatever. It's Friday. You guys have a great day, great weekend. And I'll see you on Sunday. I got some juicy nuggets for you. Because oddly enough, <laughs> quick story. Oddly enough, I uh, <laughs> I prepped for a show, I don't know. A while ago. And I thought I had done the show. I had a personal Mandela effect evidently. To the point where I was going through all the shows. Where in the fuck's that show at? Because you know I was listening to one of the shows I'd done. Uh, the the last show I did. The the uh, Committee of 300. 
and I said things in that show, and I was like, what the fuck? Where's this? Where's the stuff? I could have sworn I did a show on this. I, I never did it. I have the fucking notes. I never recorded the show. <laughs> so that show will be on Sunday, and it coincides with the last couple of shows: the Web World War, the um, the uh, NWO, and the Committee of Three Hundred. It all kind of comes together, so it's nothing out of turn. It's not like it's going to be a random show from six months ago. It's going to have the, it has nothing to do with current events. So nonetheless. All right, guys, so join me on Sunday. I'll talk to you guys then. Have a great day.